This is Michael McDonald with KVMR, and I'm interviewing the founder and leader of Snarky Puppy, a five-time Grammy award-winning jazz collective founded in 2004. After his sophomore year at North Texas State, Michael League founded Snarky Puppy. Welcome to KVMR, Michael. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You are, I think, about midway, maybe not quite midway through your tour. How's, how's the tour going so far? band's playing really well and fortunately uneventful so far. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, that's what you want. So Snarky Puppy plays and you guys record a lot in front of live audiences. How does that come out in your live shows when you guys are touring? Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody in the band is, is a session musician as well. Like outside of Snarky Puppy, you know, we play on other people's records as individuals. And in doing so, you develop a certain skill set and a certain relationship with playing music. When you're in the recording studio, everything you do is under the microscope. And, and you bring that with you then when you play in more forgiving circumstances, like live shows, you can kind of get away with murder, whereas in the recording studio, you can't. In a certain respect. In another respect, it's kind of the opposite, you know, because of auto-tune and mm. quantization and all uh, other kind of tools that are available to you in the recording studio but we don't really use that stuff you know what i mean we're when we record we're doing it in a pretty natural way so the fact that we have a lot of recording experience and that we're used to being under the microscope means that when we play live i think we hold ourselves to a different individual standard Mm. than we would were we not so experienced as session musicians there also seems to be an interaction with the audience that I thought may come out just because you guys play so much in front of audiences and record so much in front of audiences. It's a very intimate gathering. Played over 2,000 gigs together. So, I mean, you figure out how to interact with the audience in a way that feels natural and honest. We feel very much at home on stage. It's not like, oh, we have a show tonight. You know, we go on stage and play music for people and, and for ourselves and try to communicate that as best we can does come out. So your latest album, 2022's Empire Central, it won a Grammy. It features compositions by 12 different band members. That's right. Which I just think is amazing that the cohesion and the level of excellence you guys bring to your work and then how that shows up when there are 12 different band members contributing compositions and the album wins a Grammy. Can you comment on that? just say that every year the band feels more like a collective organism you know it's mm. still my band and in the beginning it was like very very my band and that i was writing all the music i was doing all the arranging i was the manager of the booking agent <laughs> um and then as time went on stuff started getting delegated we actually hired a manager who knew what they were doing you know we hired a, a booking <laughs> agent that was a professional booking agent and 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 also as the band formed its sound and began to know exactly what it was and what it was capable of the amount of creative freedom and creative delegation definitely increased exponentially. And now there's no one in Snarky Bobby that doesn't know what it is, how the music should or shouldn't sound. Everyone has that really under control because they have so much experience with it. So then it's almost like when people write for this band now, it's not so easy to tell who wrote the song. You know, in the beginning, Mm -hmm. everyone just wrote in their own individual style. But now I think that everybody knows that there is a collective Snarky Puppy style. So people write for that. And and, and I love that about Mm -hmm. it. I think it expands our breadth of possibility versus if it was just me writing for the band. It would would sound too much like me. Things would sound too similar. Mm. And the beauty is being a collective, people come in and out. They're able to express themselves in, in other projects. Before we get to that, Bernard Wright was extremely important to you and I think uh, other members in the band and was a big influence, I think, played on this album. Can you talk a little bit about Bernard Wright's influence on you, on, on the music, and what he meant to you? 
Yeah, Bernard was the single biggest influence on, on this band creatively. I, I met him on a church gig in Dallas. He became a very close friend and then became my mentor. And he actually played in Snarky Puppy for several years and recorded on our, our third album, Bring Us the Bright. He just left a huge mark without necessarily trying to. It was just the way that he played and the way that he dealt with the music illuminated this path that no one in the band had previously seen. And so even when he wasn't playing in the band, you know, that path that he made us see just stayed completely lit. And for this record, he came back and played with us. He came to all the recording sessions and sat in with us and is featured on a song called Take It. And it was the first time he had played with us in 10 years and he just sounded absolutely incredible. And then a month and a half later, he was hit by a car and died. And it was a huge shock for us. I mean, we're all grateful that we were able to have documented him in a way that does him justice, beautifully filmed and beautifully recorded. Because despite the fact that he recorded and toured with everyone from Miles Davis to Chaka Khan and people aren't so aware of him and unfortunately his playing hasn't been very documented so at least we're grateful that we're able to represent him in some kind of way of quality you know um before he passed i love that i love that i'm going to shift gears you have also released work with composer and pianist bill lawrence new album came out this year i believe it's called where you wish you were that's correct can you talk about that experience yeah, Bill Lawrence is a British piano player who has also been a member of Snarky Puppy since the beginning. And he's one of my closest friends. And during COVID, Americans were banned from entering Europe and vice versa. And so there were a lot of European jazz festivals that were looking for artists because 90% of their normal roster comes from the U.S. And I live in Spain and Bill lives in England. And we thought, well, maybe we can put together like a little duo project, fill this gap. So we did. And it was so much fun that we decided like, oh, man, you know, I mean, we should write music for the duo. And so we did, and we made this record, Where You Wish You Were, at my house. It's beautiful to me because it's just the opposite of the other two bands that I lead, Bocante and Snarky Puppy, which are both ensembles with at least 10 people on stage. And, and this is just two people playing two instruments. Bill plays piano, and I alternate between an acoustic, fretless acoustic guitar bass, and mostly I'm playing a Turkish oud. There's really nothing to hide behind. It's very bare. It's very vulnerable. It's very intimate. It's very free because there's not a lot to coordinate with two people musically. You know, we can kind of go wherever we want, which is wonderful. It's a gorgeous album. Thank you. Snarky Puppy is playing at the center of the arts in Grass Valley, September 20th. Well, Michael League, founder of Snarky Puppy, thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me today. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.